0: You, but I always look forward to this show.
1: I do as well. well. I
0: really enjoy doing this, and um, we are in a series, aren't we?
1: We sure are in a series. We've been doing a series on negative thinking traps. Why is that? Does anybody ever think negatively? Oh, wow. We we don't know
0: anybody who's negative, do you?
1: I don't know anybody either. No. You know, that's a part of the human condition. We are wired to have some of these negative thinking traps. So we have to be purposeful to not.
0: Because in in our environment, not just because we're in COVID-19 still, but because... Just in general, people tend to look on the dark or the black side or the negative side of things, don't you think? Absolutely. We're, it's we're, never going to work. I'm never going to be successful.
1: Right. Oh. We're wired to see what's wrong right. instead of what's right.
0: What's right. And so because, why aren't we wired that
1: way? It, no, it's just part of the human condition. Like, you know, we can, you know, give somebody positive news and negative news. They'll remember the negative news. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like how we are literally like our brain wants to hone in on the negative stuff exactly yeah and a lot of times when we talked
0: about this last week people will catastrophize something make it awfulize it
1: they will catastrophize awfulize
0: it you know make it worse than it was oh she said blah, 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 you know i uh,
1: yes I literally had a conversation about catastrophizing at least 10 times this week so 10 times at least 10 times this so week. in
0: review for maybe any of <laughs> Of our listeners that have not heard part one and part two tonight is part three of negative thinking traps right here on Go Yard. And by the way, let's talk about what catastrophizing is. But before you do that, what is this show all about? If we have any new listeners tonight, oh. Facebook's up, you can join us on Facebook on your page and mine.
1: Yes. Uh, So, what is the show about? The show is called Go Yard. It's about hitting the home runs in life. We are a life coaching slash counseling radio show. And we are in our seventh year. We
0: are. And that is cool. And so, with all that said, we do this because... Uh, you being a full-time uh, counselor now, Ph.D., licensed mental health counselor, uh, private practice, doing extremely well after not quite two years in I the know. process.
1: I know. In fact, uh, we were just sitting down, uh, my other counselor and I, we're, we're getting ready to start planning our two-year party at Oh, the really? Yes. Oh, I
0: can't wait. Yeah.
1: That's fantastic for May.
0: right around the 1st of May. Yes. It? So that'll be fun, and we can invite some of our
1: radio listeners, if they want to stop by the oh, office. Oh, absolutely. It'll be a big open house. We'll have demonstrations on virtual reality and all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. So right
0: around May 1st. Okay. So that's exciting. Uh, you have taken on another counselor now. Mm-hmm. And um, so your offices are in the front of our church building and they're on Weaver Park Drive 2058. Weaver Park Drive is where she's located in Clearwater. We recommend that you
1: go to your website, right? DrAngelsDevelopment.com. Yes and what will they find there? Oh, they'll find a lot of information. Um we're in the process of updating it, but they can also book and schedule appointments right through the website. Right. So that's good. So, um
0: so anyway, that's something that that you that has developed and when we first started the show, you were not in private practice.
1: No, we were not. I was not in private practice. You were I working was still for working, a corporation. Uh, yeah, in community mental health. And so yeah. a lot has changed over the course of these seven years.
0: Yes, it certainly has. And so, but we're excited. Every week we love doing this show. And so people are, we would normally encourage you to call in. We cannot do that tonight. We were hit by lightning uh, we can a week and a half ago and we're still having phone trouble. So we can't do that, but you can go to Facebook on Dr. Dr. Angel's page or mine and you can write us a note and with questions or comments and Absolutely. we'll be happy to respond right there because it's right here in front of us. Okay, so we are in negative thinking traps. Let's talk about catastrophizing and you have heard it 10 times this week. <laughs> you get, you want to give us an example or how does that work when you're listening to that in counseling? Sure. Without divulging names, of course.
1: Of course. Not More we social security the... numbers. Yes, we protect the innocent. Protect the innocent. Um, no, catastrophizing is where we look for the worst case scenario on right. something and so you know maybe you your boss called you into your office and now you're just thinking they're gonna fire you and you're gonna be lose your job and be homeless or whatever um we just something small triggers and then we have it rabbit into this huge snowball or right. avalanche kind of for some people and so then we have all this anxiety about What's happening? Because we have this huge worst case scenario all mapped out in our head, and that's a typical human condition, is it not? It really is. It really is.
0: Is it hard to break that habit, Doctor Angel? I mean, I know you work at this every day with some patients, but is it hard to get people to see number one that they're doing that, and number two that they can come out of that catastrophizing thing?
1: It is. It is definitely has its challenges. Um, I think the biggest challenge is to help people see and recognize where they are in these negative thinking traps and then to we have to change a whole mindset right we we have to be purposeful we have to so helping them rewrite those tapes and get rid of these it takes some time
0: and so um, and and for the average person out there we all have some of this in us don't we Right. Sure. So this is not just you don't be thinking this is somebody who's got some diagnosing diagnosable mental illness. It's not like that. This is a human characteristic. Oh, sure. People it tend and, to go to the negative,
1: you know, and, and the more it happens, you know, in small doses, like our brains, you know, it doesn't cause us a lot of stress, anxiety or even depression. But when it becomes how we're seeing the world around us, then mm-hmm it definitely leads to a lot of um, additional stress anxiety and even depression right so how come you had to bring up catastrophizing so much this week you know a lot of people are kind of in that catastrophizing mode especially with things over covid right still mm-hmm.
0: yeah oh well yeah because just the general public is just beginning
1: to get vaccinated they're so exhausted people right. are so, so exhausted. tired of it right yeah they really are and so now they're like things are never going to get better we're going to have to do this forever and i just can't do this and yeah, yeah. And, you know and um the, i guess there was a cdc mandate talking about wearing double masks and yeah. some people are like i can't even breathe like this and like there's right. a lot of people who have real concerns about catching covid and so they want to do everything they can but it's but it's overwhelming to a lot of people and the just the staying home factor gets to people after a while doesn't it oh sure i mean i have people now who have been almost a year working from home living at home having their kids at home like that's a lot of Isolation. There's
0: some cute ma- uh, ads out now about people on their laptop working and their kids doing t- her- t- ro- horrendous. I'm trying to say three words at the same time. Horrendous things in the background, like dumping flour all over the floor
1: and you know shooting, you know, painting their faces with magic markers. I'm gonna and, say that's hashtag for real because I do some telehealth sessions, which are video sessions, and yeah. I, I've had some incidents this week where you see the kids in the background kind of getting into the snack. Or Doing walking stuff. out with the peanut butter jar. Yes. It's, right. I'm like, uh, your child's got something you might want to check. <laughs> well, my daughter-in-law in Texas told me last night the baby
0: Reese, who's 13 months old. Okay. So mm-hmm. he's been walking like three or four months already, though. He got into the pantry last night and the snack thing was low enough that he pulled it off and drug it. Out into the family room, this this snack bin, and he's 13 months old. Oh, my goodness. And pulled it out there. So, I mean, kids, well, behind
1: the scenes, they're going to do about anything they can, right? Oh, sure. When parents are, you know, on <laughs> these conferences or <laughs> trying to work on their computer, they know they're distracted right. and that, they look for that time. They look for that,
0: yeah. So, okay, tonight we're going to talk about the last three of these negative thinking traps. And the first one is mind reading. Yes. Now, we know we don't read minds. Right? Do people know that?
1: Isn't that a given? Okay, so this is not mind reading. Like I can tell you exactly what you're sitting here thinking right now. Right. This is mind reading, and the act of it's kind of more of a passive um, action. It's about expecting others to know what we need, oh, what we want, okay. what we're okay. feeling, yeah, in the moment. Because if you loved me, if you cared for me, you should just know I might need or am feeling this way yeah
0: so and it's like uh negatively thinking oh she's thinking that i am you know whatever
1: right and so you feel disappointed so like i'll give some examples because we did a lot of shows on like using our words because it's counteracting the mind reading right but so some examples are you know you you come home from work, you're exhausted, and you know, you're somebody that you love has been home, and there's a pile of dirty dishes in the sink, and now you're all mad because they did, they should have just known that you needed that help for them to go do it. So you sit in this disappointment, anger, frustration... Okay, so you're you're saying that this is kind of having
0: expectations that others should know what, what you need, what you right? need,
1: what or so what they you feel. should
0: be able to read your mind, so to speak. That's just a so to term, speak. right? Right. They should be able to just know. That you need this done without you verbalizing it, right? Exactly. And calling up and saying, hey, honey, I
1: really need you to do those dishes. I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed when I get home. Exactly. Or something like that, right? Or what? And it can go with what I need from somebody. Um, it can go with what I'm feeling, what right. I'm desiring. Oh, right. yeah, like Valentine's Day. Let me tell you the disappointment I've heard this week oh, really? with mind reading. Like, they, you know, they should have known I wanted flowers. Of course I wanted flowers. They make me feel special. Oh, but they ended up getting I don't know something that oh I got those chocolates I didn't really want chocolate they know I can't have chocolate I get migraines from chocolate oh so.
0: my gosh yeah yeah I've heard well, and, this all week <laughs> but you know what that's a good point if your partner knows you can't eat chocolate and you buy them chocolate what is that oh that's, that's insensitivity it is. and it's it's hurtful.
1: It really is hurtful. Because it's like, don't you pay any attention to my migraines? <laughs> I mean, really? Right. And so, and it's true where they're not paying attention to what you want exactly. and what you need. That is hurtful. It is hurtful. It's, so it's the a, whole thing of mind reading is
0: expecting somebody to know what you need and what you're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. In, a, in a given situation.
1: Absolutely. That's what it is.
0: And so this is a negative thinking tra-
1: trap. Why? Well, because most people have no idea what you're thinking, what you need, or what you feel until you tell them. But why
0: don't they? Why are people not as sensitive to others, maybe especially now, right now during COVID, than ever before? Why is there a lack of
1: general sensitivity to other people's needs? Well, to know exactly what someone else is needing, it's a guessing game, because we all kind of have our own glasses that we filter our world. And what I need for my emotional or mental health may not be something that you need for your emo- emotional or mental health. So, like going into like love languages and stuff like oh, that, yeah, where like yeah. you know, hearing you know nice words or quality time means a lot to me, but for somebody else that may be meaningless. They really want to hug, and so that's why we have to verbalize sure. those things, right? So, um, so people tend to
0: get very negative or angry. And and, and a lot of
1: times, because they feel like they did not... Right. They feel unloved, unvalued, unheard, unthought of. Um, And we have to give people an opportunity to meet the needs the way we need them met, which means we have to communicate that. Okay.
0: So do you recommend in your counseling sessions that people actually come right out and say, hey, tonight when I get home, it would be great if you already have dinner tonight, pick it up somewhere, do something, because... I know that I'm going to have a 13-hour day, so uh-huh. yeah, exactly. I what mean, I like would suggest. talking it in advance mm-hmm. so that it's laid out there. Then, if it's not
1: done, then you deal with that. Then, right? Well, sure. Now, now we have a different problem, but we have to let them know exactly what we need and give them time to be able to to fulfill that. And just because we tell somebody what we need doesn't mean that they can fulfill that too, or that they'll remember, or they'll remember. Sure, <laughs> that is so true, <laughs> right? Okay. So how serious is this in people? Mind reading to me is probably, I mean, it's a top one for relationship conflicts. And I'm not just talking like romantic. I'm talking friendships. I'm talking family relationships. You know, we are expecting our kids or our loved ones to just know we're whatever. We're sad or we're lonely or we had a rough night or whatever. They don't know what they do. They don't know. Yeah.
0: So how much responsibility is on the person who's doing the expecting?
1: Well, so uh, the responsibility is on that person who's doing the expecting to communicate. To communicate. You hold the responsibility to communicate. But what if the person doing the expecting is not a good communicator? Well then, we got to start practice and get some communication skills because until we can effectively communicate, we won't ever get those needs met or be understood. In but isn't ways. this a big problem
0: in a lot of relationships that there is not the verbal communication? There is the subtle pouting or not speaking or doing something
1: uh, response in anger or the nonverbals like, "Oh, how are you? Fine. I'm fine." You know, and shutting down and the Mm -hmm. fine, or it's okay. It's not okay. Like, stop covering it up with that and really have that conversation. So, again, how much responsibility does the person who's hurt
0: bear in the lack of reciprocation that they expected?
1: Well, they hold the responsibility for communicating it. So okay. if they did not communicate it, then that's their responsibility. Okay. Which is why I mean we're getting ready to write a whole workshop on communication one oh one because Are it's you? such yeah. an issue. Yeah. It
0: is. It's it's that's an excellent topic for a workshop. Yes. Because people expect by just their you should just know. You yes. know, that the laundry hasn't
1: been done for days or, you know, whatever. Absolutely. And then they, they walk in, the, you know, I hear it. They walk in the counseling room and, oh, you know, I needed this, this, and this, and he didn't do, or she didn't do any of it. And I'm like, and he's like, what do you mean you needed that? When did you tell me you needed that? Right. Well, don't if you love me, you would just know I needed that.
0: Right. So this is the major problem mm-hmm. with people's communication skills right there. That there needs to be worked on. Okay. So that's the mind reading. Acting like you can tell people what they're thinking and they really, they aren't and all that yes okay so the next one next to the last is minimizing or discounting what does that mean that's a negative thinking trap that a lot of people fall into they
1: minimize things sure so what we're minimizing is the success oh okay we're minimizing the good we're minimizing the positive and we find it kind of goes with we minimize the positive and we maximize the negative okay so you know like say for instance like you did something well and your job your boss is like oh you did a great job or whatever a minimizer will be oh well you know it was just good luck or you know the, they won't own that maybe they did do something well and then they'll fall right into the negative of oh well this person got you know 25 gift card when they got acknowledged and i got nothing so They look for the negative. Ah, they look for it. Mm -hmm. They set themselves up for it, right? Yeah, so we minimize any positives or any successes, and we are, like, highlighting and... Okay, so is it that they're minimizing the success, or are they wanting
0: more actual tension than they actually got?
1: Well, I think it probably... I mean, I think there's some mixed motivations in with this one, but... Definitely, they minimize, they totally discount that success. It just kind of, ro- it's the sentence that gets the butt in it usually. Yeah. And we know anything before the butt isn't what they're really thinking or feeling. Right. So. Yeah. Give us an example. Oh, gosh. Right off the cuff. Right yeah. off. I know, Thursday night, I should just have these rolling out of my you mind, should. right? Like, so, Um. well, like the kid who, you know, got a good grade on his, you know, test grade and, oh, but it was because, it was because... I don't know, something outside gave them that good grade instead of the fact that they'd worked hard to study for it mm-hmm. because I'm really dumb and I can't do anything Oh, right. Okay,
0: so then a person who minimizes the success will always bring up their problem. They'll bring up mm-hmm. that they're, why they're not that good. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I got
1: the A, but I really probably shouldn't have. You know, I'm not that smart or I, I see it a lot too and like um, somebody gives somebody a compliment oh like uh, you know you look really look nice today or I lo- you know that haircut looks good on you and they'll be like oh but like all the wrinkles on my face are you know they're going straight for for everything <laughs> everything the negative else, is yeah
0: right that's a common problem with people don't you, minimize, that they can't yes. accept a compliment true story is that does that it goes right into this negative into this? thinking trap yes. yeah how common is that and what's the root of not being able to accept a compliment
1: well, when we can't accept a compliment, I mean, I, I think it roots down to a low self-esteem and self-value. Right. Um, when we can't, you know, and one of the things I work on with people is like when you get a compliment, your only answer should be thank you. Right. And we practice that a lot in the counseling room because it's very hard for people to do. Because they will always go, yeah, you mean this
0: old thing, you know? Oh, but. But, yeah, yeah, this is really an old outfit. Oh, but I gained six pounds now. Oh, yes, look how, yeah. But that, to me, and I may be wrong, so I'm just throwing this out here. I'm not the counselor. (laughs) But I think that's an invitation for more compliments. For some people, yes. You know, like, oh, no, no, it really does. You know, they want somebody to, what my mother used to call, makeover you. Sure. Do you know what that term, what that is? My mother always used to say that. Just quit making over her, you know, or that, whatever. Right? Okay. Like,
1: building them up. Okay. No, and I think some people do do that for that build up. Because, because they, they want don't want more. Because they don't have the value within themselves. So they're looking right. for this external value.
0: Right. And so we've talked, we had a show a couple of weeks ago with your dad, mm-hmm. and we talked about online dating and, and all those traps and problems there. And I had somebody say something to me today about, um, yeah, that person has, def- has totally taken away all my self-esteem. When I ask, are you still dating that person, or what, what do you think about that person? No, that person took all my self-esteem
1: with him. Wow! Well, well, comment on that. What I would say to that, I is, was shocked
0: by the fact that all the self-esteem is gone. But <laughs> really, it's all gone. You don't have any
1: anymore. Of course, I do tend to kind of. Yeah, I know you. Yes, you do. Make um, fun of that. My comment to that is: if you have true self-esteem, another human cannot cannot take, take, that take from it from you. you <laughs> right, can, right.
0: And, and I mean, I, it was laughable to me. I said, seriously, they took all your self-esteem. Cause to me, that's a pathetic answer. Well, it's they're a, feeling sorry for themselves, yes. and so the person took all my self-esteem. Sure, when, when and, they and broke it's somebody up with who, me.
1: when we have our own value, somebody else can't take. our Know self-esteem. your value. They might, you know, oh, that kind of hurt my self-esteem a little bit, but they're not taking my self-esteem because right. that's within side. You know, that's inside us. The problem is, a lot of people use external measures to find some self-esteem or yes. self-worth and then yep if that person if, if your value is only because this person likes you or wants to be your friend or date you and then they're gone right yeah Mika Brzezinski has written a book for women
0: entitled mm-hmm. know your value yes and I haven't read it but I I've, have have you yes is I it have. a good book it's a great book I figured it was. It's a yeah. great book. So what does it do in that
1: book? And this I mean, this came out, what, a year or two ago? I don't know. It's been a little bit longer, okay. I think, right. um, because I listened to it on one of my road trips when I was working oh, for okay. corporate, because uh, okay. I listened to the audio book of it. But, um, you know, that's true. When we know our value, you know, she talks about how women get cut short in the workplace and in their personal yes. lives and professional yes. lives and how, like, she was making a fraction of what her co-anchor was making on the show. And they did the same amount of work. Yeah. And and that's true across a lot of boards. Until we know our value, we won't we won't let ourselves be sold short. Right. You know, and I and I use the kind of example a lot in the counseling room. This is a common conversation, but you know, there's certain companies you'll never see a commercial for, right? Bentleys aren't putting commercials on. Teslas aren't putting on com- Why? They know what they have and they know the value. They know their value. And the people who are seeking them also know what they are and know the value. Ooh, we're coming back to that point right
0: <laughs> after the break. Uh, because I think that might be a root at some of this thinking, this negative thinking. We're going to come right back and explore that. If you have a question or comment, get on Facebook because you can't call in because of the phones. So just get on Facebook and let us know your comment. And your question will be right back. Great song coming up.
1: An for the State.
2: dr. Angel Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas including trauma depression anxiety post-traumatic stress disorder stress management self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees, including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at DrAngelsDevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. 727-501-6557.
0: Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marcia McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marcia today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marcia McAllister at
1: 727-417-0707. This is the Tam Talk Radio Network.
0: on sunshine.
1: Yeah, I wanted to pick something fun and lighthearted and positive. That's
0: really good. And Tommy reminded me that during your long commercial, I usually take a nap. Yes, he sure a- did. And so I, de- <laughs> I dozed for a moment. I was reading something on Facebook, and then I just dozed off. because mine- But you know what? My commercial is so old that it says I've been doing real estate for over 23 years, and it's almost 30 now. Next, Next time year cut it a will new be commercial. 30 years in real estate. Is that That's crazy? A, that is awesome. I was 10 when I began. I, I hear that. That is a very young age to start start <coughs> real estate. Really, is usually you cannot get a license. You know, at, at age 10, Tommy, you really yeah, if, can't. If you're
2: gonna pull these liners. Just give me a little heads up. I get the rim <laughs> shot ready for
0: you. <laughs> I never know when they're coming. I just no, absolutely don't know. No, she does not. That's a true story. That's, true. That's a true story. Yes. So anyway, you do have a very long uh, commercial because compliments of Tommy, but it's because you've done all that.
1: Yes, we really do a lot in, in the practice. And you have
0: like 10 children of your own, right? <sighs> no, three. Three. <laughs> three boys. Three boys. Three yeah. men, not boys. Three men. They really are. Yes. Wow. You're such an
1: overachiever. A little overachiever, yes. Yeah. But no, it's it is cool. We do so much there and it and having the variety that we have really helps give everybody an individual unique plan of treatment. And they get better. Oh, you're
0: talking about your your practice. now, yeah. now I didn't talking know, about I the thought practice. you were talking about your boys. Well, no, <laughs> no I'm talking about the practice. There, we there's do such a, a lot variety there, so. too. But you, yeah, you you do. Oh my gosh, yes, it's a it's a busy place, folks. Now, so if you need uh mental help, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Angel needs mental help. I'll tell you that. But anyway, I mean, whatever your situation, your organization, it's great. It's and it's growing like leaps and bounds, and it's very busy. So that's. Where you want to go, Doctor Angel's development, and you can listen to the show again and, and listen to her
1: forty-five minute
0: commercial <laughs> anytime. So I am going to
1: get harassed on this till the end of days.
2: You
0: I are think. really no. Yes. Tommy reminded me it was my nap time, and that's why I. Yeah, I'm going
2: to cut it in half and make two. <laughs>
0: Then we just have to listen to the other one, you know, so I don't know. Anyway, welcome back to the second half of Go Yard. We are in the part three and the last part of Negative Thinking Traps. We're going to start a new series next week. Why? Because it's time
1: to have a new series.
0: How about that? (laughs) Because
1: we're finished with this one. It's because... Our topic coming up. Yes, we are. We're going to be tackling, I mean, it's a topic we've tackled before, but we're going to tackle it in a new way with fresh perspective. And we're going to talk about codependency because it's something a lot of people are really struggling with. And a lot of people don't even understand what the term means. I can remember years and years and years ago
0: when I couldn't either.
1: Oh, but you know, I get it. I mean, a lot of people really don't understand what it means and what it looks like. In I was practice. actually codependent. So I was told you're
0: codependent. And I said, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> This was a long time ago. Sure. Sure. I was three.
1: Oh, okay. So she was three when (laughs) she was was codependent and 10 when she was a realtor. Right. I was
0: codependent on my mother and my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to get through this. I think she's had some silly juice today. (laughs) No, really. Actually, no. I don't No. uh Uh-uh. Okay, so the last one of these is blaming, but let's start with where we left off before that wonderful song. It's the song that did this to me. <laughs> it is your fault. Walking on sunshine. I mean, Tommy, what do you feel when you hear a song like Walking on Sunshine? You got to be happy, right? It's not like walking in depression.
2: Oh, you just want to dance. You just want to
0: dance. <laughs> exactly. Right? It's not like, I'm so sad. It's not like that. It's just walking on sunshine. Woo! You know, and music really is so powerful. <laughs> three woos
2: are from you tonight.
0: <laughs> oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Okay, so uh, go ahead. What's powerful? Music. Music, yes, it is. Let's just have a show of music. We don't need to talk.
1: All right, well, it really does. It changes our mood and our emotions. Do you play emotions. that song again? Huh? Do you want to play that song again? <laughs> I don't think we could handle what might happen if we played that song
0: again. Yeah, we may not be able to. We, uh, yeah, we may not be able to. Yeah, because that really made me happy.
1: <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing. is the audience, they do not get to see this, but both of us walked in the air tonight very worn, very tired, very exhausted. We did. You didn't even speak to me. <laughs> I did, too.
0: No, you didn't. You were on the phone. Oh, we did walk in here very exhausted. And now look, Tommy said, what's wrong with Angel? I said, I don't know. She's not speaking tonight. (laughs) It's going to be one of those nights. So if you're afraid that we play that song again, it is your fault.
1: All this is your fault. I know. I'll take responsibility because you're blaming.
0: (laughs) Because I'm (laughs) codependent since I was three. So. <laughs> I was potty trained real early, though, so I'll just tell you that. I'm glad to know that. that You're was glad to know that. Case. Okay, so the last one is blaming, but before we get to that, know your value. Knowing why, your value. Why is that so important? And.
1: Do most people not know their value? I would say most people do not know their value, and I would say women are more prone to not know their value. Why are women more prone to that? I think culture <laughs> and society and families and norms have taught we- women that they don't have the value, right? You know, and women's value is you know, being a mother or being a wife or taking care of a home and or that's a man's job. you can't do that right, exactly. You know, when women, you know, our leaders, they have negative connotations. Oh, they're, she's bossy, or she's, you know, they have curse words that they will, you know, for having a strength that a man can have, and everyone right. thinks, oh, wow, he's a great leader. For a woman, it's, it's a bad thing.
0: Well, um, it used to be that, you know, boys in homes were not required to learn how to clean or do their own laundry. Your sons have been doing their laundry since they were- They were 10, and that's for real. Two years, years old, too, right? <laughs> Anthony says it since he was two.
1: Okay, it's 10. Uh, he had to get up <laughs> on a little stool, and get up there, and put his little shirts in the laundry. Oh, he has been making fudge <laughs> since he's been two. He started learning it too. I have I, pictures. I have
0: to talk to him about that. But anyway, so you were good about with your boys, and I had two sons too, so I was very good about making sure they learned how to clean at a young age and both of them ended up living alone for a period of time at different times in their life college whatever mm-hmm. right so they had to learn to clean or it was going to be a disaster sure so but 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 back to that i think a lot of times people assume that somebody else will pick up the slack for them in a relationship oh yeah that's my my wife will do the laundry oh
1: that's that's women's work i yeah, hear that yeah. oh do you do you hear that in counseling oh we hear that a lot yeah and they nobody's do. walking in sunshine in those no, kind of conversations not. you no. know and even in, you know in the house we always tease you know there's not a coffee fairy in the house there's not a dish fairy in the house like right. it all takes somebody getting in there and doing it and right. so but what happened was women and culture still kept all the domestic duties and the child rearing duties as part of right. being a woman and now they also have to earn money and work outside the home. So, women are really exhausted because a lot of households the man comes home from work and he takes yep. care of the lawn, but he expects his dinner to be made, the dishes be clean, that you know, he's not dealing with the kids, bath, homework, any of that. He's watching TV, having the beer in the recliner and relaxing because he worked all day. Yeah. While the woman who also worked all day is coming home and cooking the dinner, cleaning the dinner, bath time with the kids, homework with the kids, bedtime with the kids. And we wonder why our women are so exhausted, anxious, and depressed. I remember some fights with my ex-husband early on in our
0: marriage. And I said, hey, why can't you live here too? Why can't you do this, this, and this? He goes, my job is the garage. There you go. There you go. course we're not still married
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's not that way in all homes there are some places that the domestic duties are split and men are learning to help rear their kids and help with you know household tasks but i guess this last one is blaming
0: and the fact that so often we get into a negative thinking trap of that's your fault and so i don't have to adjust my opinion or my attitude or my behavior because it's all on you. Sure. Right.
1: Uh, Yep. Do you hear that much in counseling? Oh, my goodness. I hear blaming all the time. It's something I hear a lot in a counseling room. And, you know, we can't change what we don't take responsibility for or recognize because we can only change ourselves. So if everything's really your fault, then I, I have no power in that. And so no matter what's going on, we all have a contribution to make. Um, to the situation because it takes two to have conflict right yeah and so um, we got to stop for a minute and start looking in the mirror and taking that responsibility how many times do relationships because we're this whole thing is
0: kind of a more about personal relationships I think it is home life Uh, but how many times do people actually sit down with their partner or their husband their wife or their kids and say what can we each do to make everything flow better around here yeah, and to get everything de- done that needs to get done with everybody with a smile on their face instead of a angry slamming the door type ang- response.
1: I think we need to have those conversations more. But is it hard to get people to do that? I think it takes a hero and the family being willing to stop and gather the people together and start initiating these conversations. Right you know, um, because I think that's a great communication, like let's brainstorm, let's problem solve, let's all take a responsibility for what, you know, whatever it is we're working towards and and put you know put some into it right um i call it a a democracy house when we do that a democracy house sure you know everyone kind of has a voice and opinion and they're part of the solution and they there's buy-in with that Mm -hmm. you know with even when my boys were little we'd i'd set them all down in the living room saturday mornings and i'd write the list of all the chores that needed done and everyone got to pick which chores they were doing we went round robin like I got the kids to do chores. They were excited about round-robin picking because they had some power and some buy-in. And then we raced to see who could get their list done first. It was a game. It was a game. So you can make a game out of that. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be miserable things. But the problem
0: when we blame others for things not getting done is that it sets up tension in the house. And it sets up this pointing the finger at. Sure. It's your fault because this didn't get done. Or it's your fault because... That kid
1: stays in his bedroom all the time. Oh, absolutely. The blaming is big. I mean, it even goes down to uh, parents blaming the teachers for the kid's bad grade. Oh, it's oh. the teacher's fault. If you were a teacher, my kid would have had a better grade. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, this blaming thing yeah. is really blowing up. It is. Yeah. Yes. Well, what it is, is, is not taking personal responsibility. It's exactly what it is. And it's a negative thinking trap. Right. And it's going to hold us back. But
0: people that blame a lot, whether it's political, whether it is in the home, whether it's at work, whether it's in your personal relationship, if you're going to have that mindset and that's where you're coming from, just get ready for trouble. Get ready for problems, whether if you cannot see that you play a role in the peace in the family or the peace at work or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Absolutely. Because what
0: people want is peace.
1: Yes, people... Don't they? Don't they want to get along? Are you saying they don't? Well, I'm saying not every person is really wanting peace. I think there are some people who really get some satisfaction from stirring Hmm. up conflict... If they were walking on sunshine. If they were, if they were. But, you know, come on, there's always those conflict stirs. Oh, gosh, yes. Yes. In every
0: area of our lives, there's always people that like a fight, right? Oh, sure. And so when you sense that you're
1: around somebody like that, what do you do? Well, first of all, you do not have to attend every argument you're invited to. Oh, I love that. I know I, I use that. it a lot because it's true. It is so true. And you it takes two have to, to attend argue. Attend every fight you're invited to. So when I'm around somebody that I know is a conflict stir, and I have those people in my world, I don't really engage. When I see that them starting to get under and stir the conflict, that's when I'm dis- I just disengage from it. I don't feed it. I'm not going to get involved with it. It's going to make me frustrated. It's going to, you know, why? I just stop it before it starts. I don't have to go. Okay. But for the person out there, the average person listening that
0: is in that thinking trap of constantly looking for somebody else to blame for their problem, Mm -hmm.
1: what do you say to them? I I really would like to tell them to sit and look in the mirror and take an honest look at what they hold responsibility for. In their lives, and play that song. You know, play the song. Play the song. Play, play the, the song, song. Man in the mirror. How about that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man in the mirror is a good song. But it's true. Yeah, and because honestly, it is a tone that is set in a work environment, in a personal relationship, in a home. How? What part do you have in setting the tone? You have a lot. Of, everybody does, right? Absolutely. Everybody in that home has part of setting the tone
1: sure they do and we all have to have responsibility for that and accountability for that and so when we're blaming someone else for all the problems it's never going to get solved it's never going to get fixed and, and and we're putting down people in our world that we love cuz we're when we're blaming someone we are accusation yeah we're, ac- we're accusing we're squishing them down i can't tell you the number of friendships And relationships that end because the other person, I'm tired of being that. If I'm such a bad person, then don't be around me. Yeah, don't be around me. Because they get overwhelmed with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They can't do anything right. You know, I mean.
0: I know people who have broken up with people because of that. Like, if I'm that bad, you don't want to be with
1: me. No, no. Of course. Right. Of course. Right. You know, I have, you know, some people that they, their partner wants some, like, toilet paper roll. That's a big one, right? So, like. Toilet paper war toilet paper roll putting the toilet paper oh, on the thing right that's a big one and sometimes there's one person who does it better than the other and so they can you know you need to put the toilet paper on when it's empty so the other person learns to do it now oh well now you got to put it when it's over because you can't have the toilet paper starting on the under roll it has to start like it yeah. just never changes and it's they're just getting exhausted nitpicking fight yeah we're nitpicking yeah. that but they're blaming and they're blaming and they're blaming that's a such a common one that like, somebody looked up the patent for toilet paper so they could win this argument.
0: Oh, my. <laughs> Did you know that? No. No. But I do know that people nitpick each other a yes, lot. Yes, they do. And and they do it because they're familiar with it. Perhaps they grew up with that. Mm-hmm. That's the way their home was. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's because they're trying to assert dominance. hmm
1: Control. Can be. Um, Yeah, that's that critical negative eye, that nitpicky eye, and that goes into the blaming because when I'm nitpicking everything you're doing, I'm blaming you. I'm judging you and I'm telling you Mm -hmm. it's wrong. I'm I'm crushing you in a way.
0: So all of these thinking traps are going to mess with your overall happiness in your life. They're going to yes. they're going to mess with your peace. They're going to mess with the joy in your home mm-hmm. or your relationship or your job or whatever, because these are things these are habits people get into. These are habits. do yes. you think? Yes. Okay, I want you to start at the top because some people may have missed any of this series. We've only got uh, nine minutes left. So I want you just to quickly say what they are. So somebody may want to take notes on them. We have nine of them that you see in counseling all the time and are very common. Go ahead.
1: Negative thinking traps. So the negative thinking traps. The first one we covered is called black and white thinking and all or nothing dichotomous. Things are good, things are bad, there's no middle ground, Uh, my way is the only way because it's the right way kind of mentality um, and we're not seeing things from any other perspective. Um, So that gets us in a lot of trouble because there's no flexibility, there's no middle ground with that dichotomous thinking. Um, Focusing on the negative, the negative filter, which kind of is similar to one we discussed tonight, but that's always looking for things are unfair, like thinking that things should be fair is a th- negative thinking trap in, yeah. in itself and that's what that negative <laughs> right. uh, filter is always looking for you know things aren't fair things are bad things are wrong things are whatever um but in a negative light um over that's Another one of our traps and that's where we have one bad or negative interaction with a person or a group of people and we just generalize that whole person is just a terrible person or that whole group of people are terrible people because of this one negative interaction. Um, So we just project all kinds of stuff onto people and that that just is such a fuel for the discrimination we see, the prejudice that we see in our culture today in all kinds of areas. Um, personalization. This is a big one. This is where we personalize. Everything is about you. So, you know, you pass a friend in the grocery store and they didn't acknowledge you. Well, they must be mad at me. Right. You know, we start everything is about how I impact everybody else in my world. And our feelings are really hurt when we think everyone's behavior is Bond because of us, right? Like right. so, when we're personalizing things, and what we find out when we actually sit and do these exercises and personalization is that most people find out that like less than five percent of their interactions have any personal personalized part to it. That ninety-five percent of what's happening really isn't sealed by them. Okay. Uh, catastrophizing. We kind of open the show with that, but that's looking for the worst case scenario. Um, so we are looking for the you know the ball to drop, so to speak, all the, the time. <laughs> Florida fall out, and so it's very hard to get motivated to do anything or to try something new when you're always waiting for this really horrible tragedy or bad <laughs> thing to happen. Um, and then perfectionism—that's setting unrealistic goals for ourselves expecting ourselves to do everything right, to do everything perfect, to be able to meet goals quickly, you know, lose 40 pounds in 30 days, you know, get a six pack of abs in two months. A lot of people do these in dieting, but they do it in all kinds of stuff. Um, I hear this all the time. So they just, in fact, when we work on goals, that's one of the biggest things I have to bring them down with their time frames. I'm like, whoa, you ha- you're trying to, this is not realistic. I'm trying you're not to do make too it- much. Yeah. Um, mind reading we talked about tonight that's expecting people to know and be able to know and tell what you what you're thinking what you're feeling and what you need mm-hmm. without you using your words and so we really got to use our words we have to communicate minimizing is we minimize the um, successes and we maximize the bad things and so we really get ourselves stuck in this thing that we're not seeing anything good in our world right. and then the blaming where we just blame everyone else for what's going down. Wow. Nine of
0: them in like
1: four minutes. That Pretty was good. not
0: bad. And these are serious things. So you can listen to this show again on Facebook. You can listen to it on YouTube live. Go to go, uh, YouTube and then go to Tantalk Radio slash
1: Goyard and you'll find it there. Uh, we had uh, a listener uh, type in a quote I just wanted to share. Um, Excuses only satisfy, satisfy those who give them. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's I like very that good. quote. Thank yes,
0: you. thank you. Um, and so, you know, the whole goal of this show is to help people have better mental health, but better ability to interact with others, have more success in their lives. Uh, we kind of call it a life coaching show because we're trying to coach people to become their better selves. Right? Absolutely. That's what it's about. Yeah. And so um, it's something that we have to all
1: work on all the time, though. It's not it doesn't just happen overnight. It's not happening magically. You have to be purposeful. You have to be intentional. Yes. You know, because when we take that guard down, we will naturally fall into these thinking right. traps. Right. Absolutely.
0: So um, we always welcome your suggestions for series on shows. You can just send it to us at... Uh, goyard2014 at gmail.com or, um can Always put it on the Facebook thing when you respond to the Facebook show. Just say, Here's an idea. Why don't you do a show on this? That would li- be wonderful. We'd, we'd like to have those uh from time to time. Well, now with COVID right now, not so much. But you're out, you are in particular out in the public doing events, yes. and
1: you will be doing some soon. I will be doing one next Friday at the Board of Realtors. Ah, yes, for, in, uh, so, in, uh, in Clearwater. Yeah, in Clearwater oh, at wow. the Board of Realtors. So okay. if anybody wants to come on by and see us, That's That's cool. That's great. Okay.
0: So, um, and you know, these things are just good to get out there and get people to get to know you and all that. So, anyway, um, anything else you
1: want to add tonight? Wow, I think we've had an amazing series. I think this was this has been good, super important. And I have a very intense question for you. Okay. As a result of this show tonight, are you walking on sunshine? I I am walking. I am dancing on sunshine. You're dancing on sunshine. Sure, why not? Wow.
0: <laughs> well, that that's a life changer right there. There so you go. So see, no matter what happens the rest of the
1: evening tomorrow you're already walking on sunshine <laughs> so all good right so all good you know what we we're joking and teasing but it's really a powerful tool to have i call it my you know power jam i have all those songs that Make that spawn oh, abso- those positive oh, emotions. absolutely,
0: like, yes. It it's, really makes a difference. Absolutely does. And um, so we have a Sunday afternoon show every week. We've been, this April, we're going to be celebrating our 14th anniversary right here on this station on our Sunday afternoon show. You're a part of that from time to time. And that's two hours where we talk about spiritual principles and, mm. uh, and really just bring the bible into our reality right mm-hmm. and so uh, that is every sunday here at 3 p.m. from 3 to 5 and so why don't you check it out and great music that will really inspire you Music's a big part of that show we do a lot of music contemporary christian music so we've been glad this has been a good series it has been a great series yeah i think a very needed series yeah absolutely so um
1: two minutes Okay, so let's chat. All right, just we're chat. down to the last two yeah. minutes. So, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Well, you know, I really want to encourage our <laughs> listeners to, to kind of reflect on this, this series and really see where they're falling in those That's thinking right. traps. Yeah. Identify where you are. Like, be real with yourself for a minute and... Look at where you're at because we can change that and it'll change your life. It will. And
0: why not try to improve our lives and our communication with others? And because it will bring more peace to your life, but also more peace to your household. If you're living with people Mm -hmm. that you're
1: in conflict with or your workplace or whatever we're always a work in progress aren't we we are a work in progress and it's funny because like even as i look back over this negative thinking trap list like i can see where i like i used to be a really bad black and white thinker and like that's how i was and like i feel so grateful that i've grown through that and i'm not stuck in that anymore right yeah so there's hope
0: for our listeners yes All right, this has been good. So you can go to TantalkNetwork.com and go to podcasts and go to the name of this show, Go Yard, and you can listen to a lot of our shows or go to our website, which is GoYard2014.org. It's an O-R-G, and a lot of our shows are there with titles. And we hope you will join us again next week and tell some people about free counseling, free life coaching show every Thursday night at 6.06 p.m. Go Yard. And so we hope to see you again next week for a brand new series. God bless you. Have a great week.